Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you this morning. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast with icebreaker, Mr. David Castro. How are you, man? Fantastic and excited to be here with you. Well, we are delighted to have you on the show, man. I got a thousand questions. I know we're not going to get to them all. Love it. I I think a great place to start would be if if you could uh, articulate for me and our listeners mission, purpose. What are what are you and your team really out there trying to do for folks, man? Absolutely. So uh, we believe, and this is strong for me. I've been in sales my whole life. the life that you're dreaming of is built through the connections that you make. And that's true, whether it's personal or professional. And so what icebreakers mission is, is to help you to make the connections that matter. And that can be for extroverts. And that's, I'm more on the extroverted side. And that's, that's kind of uh, how I began the, the concept, but found that it's fantastic for introverts as well. So we just, Everybody is going to achieve what they want in life through the people that they connect with, surround themselves with, because you don't do stuff alone. Well, you're definitely singing our song here at Business Radio X. Amen to that. Love it. So I got to know, man, what's the backstory? How did you arrive at at this? It probably, if you're like most of our guests, it probably wasn't a straight line. <laughs> Tell us about your backstory. Yeah. So uh, I was working like five different jobs. And, um, and that's just to, to make a nice, you know, easy to say number, but, uh, working my way through school and somebody snagged me, um, uh, into their startup. Uh, it was like, they offered me, they literally, what are you making now with all this stuff? And they offered me like a dollar more an hour. I'm like sold. <laughs> and, um, so it was me and the owners, um, uh, one of the owners, the, the, the wife and her black lab retriever in the basement. And, um, that uh that that paid the bills and uh got me cooking on 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 sales career we got bought by uh, a big company and that that was the next you know decade of my life being there making good money good career but always in sales always uh doing that stuff wanted to um get into entrepreneurship uh, that didn't come later until um i moved to nashville uh the family decision we moved down here and just didn't feel like what I was doing was the thing that I wanted to be doing, but couldn't get back to federal government sales and stuff like that because uh, there are so many people in the D.C. area that were right next door, right? So um, I think that's changed a little bit with the remote work stuff. But I was this is the opportunity to get cooking in entrepreneurship, and uh, I don't know how much I, I should go into detail there um, on the pre-story to Icebreaker, but uh, you know had a couple – uh, stints of of creating stuff usually in the tech uh, you know world because that's that's where I nerd out and um I found myself at one point uh always always in networking events so um I always found myself in networking events and networking situations and just like most of us who do that we're aware of the fact that hey that guy over there is uh a competitor right and who is he talking to 
he's talking to the guy I need to be talking to, <laughs> you know, or, uh, you know, this room is big and like, I haven't connected with somebody, um, yet who would make this worth my while for being here. Like a lot of great conversations and these are wonderful humans, but you know, it's nine to five and I'm putting food on the table and you know, how do I get my ROI? Um, so things like that, right? So, uh, I was driving down uh, the highway down here, 65, and I'm connecting my phone to my radio because I had an old car and, you know, whatever, that's what you used to, have to do back then. Sure. Uh, and, um, there was, you know, meanwhile, you know, people are flying by me at 75 miles an hour or whatever, and I'm picking up their, their phones. And, and then just like, it just started hitting me. I, I kind of like have a shelf in the back of my head of like cool tech. Uh, and so think about ways to, to use it. But, uh, I just started pulling that string. I was like, okay, so I'm seeing their phone. That is basically an appendage and it, it's got its, you know, uh, unique, um, identifiers. Like it, each phone and the radio signals have like it's a social security, a social security number, basically, mm-hmm. right? Unique universal identifier. And, uh, it's basically an appendage of that person because it doesn't move more than six feet away their whole day. And yeah. they can, you know, uh, approve being, uh, attached to this number and, uh, and saying what they want to say about themselves. Anyway, so that's how the idea came about. And I just realized, Hey, you know, now we have the opportunity to, um, have an opt-in, a utility, you know, network, so to speak, that's only eyeball distance. It's not, you know, it's not GPS. So, um, very organic, uh, again, privacy, turn off, turn off, uh, turn on, turn off, whatever components of your profile that you want, but then folks can know who's in the room and you can filter for who's, uh, who's your ideal connection, um, to help you to make the connection that matter most. So now that you've been at it a while, you're out there, what are you finding the most rewarding about the, the work? What's the most fun about it for you, man? Oh man. Uh, you know, I am an artist, you know, on the side, not professional, but decent. And the thing that you love most about creating stuff is when people react to it, like you want to bless people. Right. And, um, the coolest thing about what I'm doing right now is seeing people like just have the aha moments and the excitement. Um, it's a lot of fun when you tell somebody the story and they, uh, and, and they're, oh yeah, that's super cool. But then when it actually happens in real life, um, man, that's, that's beautiful. I had an event where, uh, someone came up to me and was asking me, Hey, you know, how do I, um, how do I do this? And, uh, she just wanted me to help her put her, uh, keyword in to her filter. And, um, we did that. And then boom, like it was somebody showed up that was, her ideal person she's like i gotta go i gotta go talk to this person and uh just awesome (laughs) oh it sounds like so much fun so uh, let me back up a minute when you made that leap to true entrepreneurship what i mean that had to be a little bit scary I'm, i'm trying to envision you coming home to your spouse or your significant other and you know hey i'm leaving this world that where i'm making a good living and i've kind of cracked the code here and i'm going to jump off this cliff what what was what was that like or was it all butterflies and unicorns man i, I got to tell you i i was uh pretty lucky on my first uh rodeo i guess so to speak in entrepreneurship we uh it was a 
uh, a friend of mine who's also in sales who had the subject matter expertise in healthcare that that we utilized um and uh it was a uh, basically a dashboard that helped doctors to understand um what these patients need that came in so they could check the boxes to make sure the patients were healthy and thus they'll get a bonus from you know um medicare or whatever right so um anyway but we had a, a partner that was helping us build it who uh you know these guys were data experts and they were they had some clientele as well so i was like the sales guy selling our new software build and selling um you know this other thing on the side and uh um we started off with uh we pitched the idea to a a uh a client and um the uh the client loved the idea and wanted to uh basically pay for it so uh, we had, we had it, we had it built by our first client. And then, you know, we just went to the other folks, uh, with, with credibility and, and, and a product. Uh, so it was, was pretty, uh, was, was, was pretty fortunate. Um, yeah. Well, I, I love the idea and I often will, will counsel people who occasionally will ask me about some strategies for getting their thing off the ground. And I love the idea of a client funded startup that is, oh it's amazing is that that is that is the ideal and even if you can't get it funded obviously you're you're the first thing you're doing is saying hey i know i can benefit from this right i would buy it but uh, you know i need other people's money to put food on my table <laughs> <laughs> i need a lot of i need a lot of clients not just myself as the client so um yeah that's huge and uh uh, it, it's, it's actually very common. And if you're in software or you're, um, you know, familiar with the software development world, that's what a lot of these folks do is they'll build something for someone. And, uh, you know, they'll often say, Hey, you know, we're building this for you and we'll give you a discount if we can use it. But software development companies have a lot of stuff, you know, in the back, right. On the right. mothball that they can, they can bring out, uh, after having, um, uh, you know, somebody else pay for it basically, but, but, um, that's, uh, you know, depending on what your idea is, that's definitely viable. And it, and it was for us, again, it was an industry, it's healthcare industry, uh, very large. These guys are focused on providing healthcare. They're not trying to, you know, um, you know, create an enterprise software product. Yeah. And, uh, so ideas like that definitely lend itself to that. All right, so let's dive into the work and the service uh, around Icebreaker, including the what and the and the why. You know what really compelled you to to marshal your forces and, and put this thing together. Yeah, so you know, again, it was uh, it was out of need and also out of out of um, like personal need, just awareness of like the uh, the, the fact that this doesn't exist yet, hmm. um, which is phenomenal. What you, what we do have on the market are, um, the platforms that folks are a part of in the virtual world, but getting from the virtual world to the present, right? Into the, into the physical world, that's a different ball game. I can, I can, uh, and I have, and you have too, probably met somebody on LinkedIn. Maybe it was a introduction or whatever. And then you go to the coffee shop and you can't tell which person you're about to meet with is in the room. It's like, they don't look anything like their picture. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, I mean, even on the professional side, you got what they call catfishing, right? Like, right, right. Um, and then, uh, you know, if you're going to an event or a conference, you want to do your homework ahead of time and see who's coming and that type of thing. But great. They're on the registration list. Now what? And this is why a lot of uh, events don't use apps because they're basically just a, a registration list. I mean, you see a lot of events going back to paper because there's the agenda and there's the mm. the, the contact list or whatever. And and um, but they could be not coming that day. They could be out of the room. You, just because you know that they're coming and you want to meet them doesn't mean that that is going to be uh, a, a, a thing. Um, and so, uh, you know, these are all the reasons why I, I thought, um, and, and validation from people that I interviewed, uh, that would be potential customers. They all concurred. So that's, uh, that's how we got started. And, and I, how I got started, uh, funding wise bootstrapping this, uh, through the, uh, the sale of that, uh, healthcare startup, my first, uh-huh. my first, uh, first started. All right. So use cases, some specific examples of where this tool is just, man, this is the right place for this tool. And this is, this is how and why this is an event would want this and an individual would want access to the tool in, in, in that surrounding. Yeah. So it's a tool that's fantastic for folks who have somebody in mind that they're looking for. And, uh, you know, if you put your keywords of the type of person you're looking for, um, when you walk into the event, it'll notify you if that person's nearby. You can look at your right. discovery screen, see everybody who's nearby, but it'll highlight, you know, who that person is. And, you know, so you can look at their profile and then you'll say, validate why it says that this is your ideal person. And then walk up to them with a sense of like, you know, the icebreaker, uh, data that you're looking for, um, uh, or that, that would help you have that initial conversation. Um, the, uh, the other folks that helps is just introverts who feel overwhelmed with a bunch of people in the room and would love to know a little bit about some of the folks who are nearby. Right. Again, you can break the ice that way. Uh, you're in a 20 person mixer and everybody here is someone that you'd want to meet on your discovery screen. You can look at people's uh, profiles and in there, their LinkedIn address or their socials or their, oh, wow. you know, whatever it might be. And instantly connect with everybody. So if you're on the small side, you know, understanding what people or remembering people's names, uh, understanding or remembering what their elevator pitch to make an introduction to somebody else who's in the room, say, hey, you need to go talk to this guy. He does what you're saying, I think. Connecting with their socials, et cetera, small side of the room, you know, small side event. Uh, going upstream, if you don't have an event at right now, Icebreaker makes a ton of sense because you can have your agenda your itinerary, your speaker bios, uh, sponsor uh, ads. They're all native. We could, you could put those in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus all the features that, that make icebreaker the powerful thing that it is. So, um, but the bigger the event is, the more powerful it is because you're more awash in a sea of humans. And which one of these people are my ideal connections? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and the more days it is, the more the ROI you could have from it and also probably the more money you've spent. So the more ROI you want. So as you're walking mm-hmm. through the venue, um, you know, you're able to either look at the discovery screen and see your search or whatever it is, or just allow your keywords to notify you. And then, you know, say, okay, stone, where's he, you know, there, he, that's him. And I'll walk up and say hi. 
All right. So is this something that the event organizer needs to underwrite for it to be available? For example, we do a lot of uh, uh, trade show and conference work. We didn't there during COVID, but that business has picked sure. back up again. So, for example, next month we're going to be at a thing called FinTech South. We'll be broadcasting live on behalf of that organization. We will probably have a third-party sponsor, you know, sponsoring the interviews, the radio for that day. And there will be a lot of people there. For uh, So would FinTech South have... Uh, invested in in this and it makes it available to the participants or or do the participants have it individually already or how does that piece work great question my vision is that at some point in the same way you have a phone that you're using to dial somebody or email that you're that you're using to email that icebreaker is the solution the utility that you use to connect with people who are around you who want to connect okay who want to network so at some point in the future I envision that you can go to a conference and other people are going to be having it. So you're going to be benefiting, right? You don't need a registration list to do icebreaker. You're walking around that type of thing. Hmm. Um, but, and then event, event hosts can dip into that stream, so to speak. Right. And, uh, and, and what, what we monetize and what they would pay for is the agenda, the speaker bios, you know, the kind of the, yeah. the sponsor ads in the app, but, um, to, you know, ensure, that everybody has the app and that they know that, Hey, we're all going to benefit. If we all use the app, we do have an event package, right? Where, you know, it's a, uh, you know, we charge by attendee and then, um, and then again, if the, they want the sponsor ads and that type of thing in there. So yeah, the event would, uh, reach out to, to me and I'd take care of them. Gotcha. And then, all right, but let's say, let's say this, let's just play this out a little bit. We got fintech to do it, or or we got us to do it, and we and so and then we get everybody in that world sort of in the icebreaker world. Now we all go about our business, and we get all the benefits of having connected in that way right there. The next time we go to event to an event, we we already have this the system, and we're in there, and so over time this sort of sort of grows, right? So. Is right. there also a path for individuals to just join straight up, or does it pretty much have to start through the through an event like that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I that's part of the vision is that everybody has it already, okay. and the event host just basically like connect to that stream, basically connect to that community, right. uh, that that user community. Um, the, uh, the I'm in Nashville. I envision that at some point in this region, in this area, metro area, folks are going to go to one of these coffee houses that's constantly being used in as, as a networking yeah. you know, location. And they're going to turn their app on because there's other people in there that they want to meet. I, I go in there and I see somebody I know meeting with somebody that I don't know. And I'm like, I probably should know them, right? right. Because they're, they're meeting them or I do know who that, I do know who that person is, but we haven't met yet. Um, icebreaker uh, would enable things, uh, like that, that are both serendipitous, but also uh, I can message them or connect with them without having their phone number or, or that type of thing. So if, they, if they're open to it, man, I love it. So how does and maybe I, maybe more accurately, how is <laughs> the whole sales and marketing thing working for you right now? Get, getting people out there to adopt this and, and use it, or are do you have some sort of 
Are you out there like, do you need to be shaking the trees or, or you're out there just creating awareness? Like how do you, how it's do a you combination. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's improving, you know, the, the tuning of the stickiness of the app, meaning like, uh, you know, we're going through a, a UI refresh right now mm-hmm. and it won't be, it won't be the last, but sure. Um, so it's, it's, you know, feedback, it's, it's watching people. And that's what we did a lot last year. This year, it's heavily shaking the trees. It's having more, uh, events that we've done with, you know, proof basically of the value of it and, and getting that word of mouth and those referrals and stuff to, to other events. And then there's the, the marketing of it, which now that we have the assets to, to prove that we, that we have great, uh, my cat. God bless him. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> um, so now, you know, so we have a marketing campaign that we're kicking off to, uh, to really kind of ramp up because this thing needs to be used by everybody. Uh, it will be something that is a worldwide, uh, phenomenon and it might as well be icebreaker because, uh, you know, we have the vision for it. Yeah. So you're talking to event organizers, associations, you're, you're building those relationships, you're connecting with them and you're building relationships right. with just relationship oriented organizations and people that, that uh, really resonate with and, and, and um, truly uh, understand and appreciate the value of connecting with people and yes, taking full advantage of, of technology, but, but uh, squarely inputting the human component, you know, where it's not Absolutely. just Absolutely. It's, it's, it's our yeah. our our goal is to bring people together. Uh, people can look great on paper, um, and uh, um, but when you get there in person, it's like you know there's a vibe there, right? Yeah. That's why every hiring manager wants to meet the person in person. So there's that that personal vibe thing that's so important in the in person side. Um, the relationships are just so much stronger when you're in person, and and really, what our goal is to connect people. Um, and, uh, and then they'll go and use, you know, other platforms or whatever it is to, to do whatever that they want to do. Like I mentioned, you know, we have the profile, uh, links for their socials or their, you know, LinkedIn, all that stuff. Our goal is to connect people that are in person, uh, to make that powerful in-person connection with the right people and then let the, let them take it from there. I bet you're learning. I bet you and your team are learning a ton about, Networking in general, too. I, I mean, you could probably, if you chose to, capture, generate a lot of thought leadership about how to fully leverage the fact that now we've got this great tool. You know, like, here's some great strategies and tips on on networking virtually online. Here's some things you ought to keep in mind to um, to make the transition and 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 network and and, and truly get benefit from the in-person connection. I, I, I can see you and your organization, and maybe you're already doing this, uh, really being a, a, almost an education hub too, to help, you know, business people just like, you know, just like me and my team get out there and, and really forge those relationships. And uh, I, man, I, I'm really enamored with yeah. this idea. <laughs> yeah, it's spot on. Uh, it's really cool because I see, uh, a Venn diagram of folks who are doing personal development and they're talking about, you know, growth of the soul, basically growth mm. of the, of the person. Yeah. Right. And then that overlaps with the, 
person who's all about um, the strategy and the and the sales and the what what to do and how to how to do it. Um, and then another Venn uh, overlap of the the tech, the the format, the platform, the venue, right? So, yeah, I've got a keynote uh, cooking on, on this topic. So, yeah, well, and what you have here is a movement for lack of a better term. I, I to me, this feels like a, a movement and, and because it does, I, I genuinely want to know what we at business radio X, but like-minded people, listeners who hear this really resonate with the idea. What can we be doing to help? To, uh, like what, what would help you the most from our listener base to kind of really get this puppy off the ground. Uh, that's phenomenal. Thanks so much. Um, uh, one thing we have a, uh, uh, our, our probably most used social right now, which, uh, uh, is icebreaker, uh, at, on Instagram and, and on, on LinkedIn actually. Uh, so if you want to connect with me on, uh, linkedin.com slash, you know, uh, icebreaker icebreaker spelled, uh, it's linkedin.com slash, uh, company slash icebreaker LinkedIn, you know, but well, if you it, search we'll for icebreaker it. on LinkedIn, it's spelled I C E B R E K R. So it's spelled differently. Uh, I would say first two E's, no a hole I C E B R E K R. <laughs> Fantastic. And we'll make sure when we publish this on the Business Radio X Network site and get it out on all the podcasting platforms, we'll make sure that in the transcript and in the publishing and all that, that we have that so that it's easy for folks to link to. So for people to go on these platforms, support it, engage, interact with you, and those of us who, who uh, know people who are organizing events, those of us who know people that take full advantage of participating in events, we just we need to just get the word out and let people know about it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Stone. Yeah. yeah that's it. Uh, and then download it and, 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 uh, give me some stars. There's a digital business card on it that anybody can use, even if you're not at an event, right. Mm-hmm. With other people using the, the app and that's going through a, uh, you know, that'll be upgraded too. But right now it, it works phenomenally, um, for, uh, being a digital business card. Uh, so that's, a you know, a, a great way to, to, to be using it and, um, and, uh, you know, give us, uh, give us some stars. It'll give us some SEO on the, uh, app stores. So my vision and desire for you is like a Carfax, you know, like they've kind of trained people when they're buying a used car. I want to see the Carfax. So now if I'm going to go to an event, where's your icebreaker? You've got icebreaker, right? Love <laughs> or they it. want me to yeah, sponsor that's a, an event. <laughs> I love that vision. Yeah, that's great. I'm adopting that. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I'm going to switch gears on you here for a minute before before we wrap. Uh, I'm interested, and I don't know where you would find the time, but if you have uh, any uh, outside passions, passions outside the scope of your work. Most of my listeners know I like to hunt, fish, and travel, right? Just something nice. I can nerd out about that gives me a little yes. white space be- between my work and, and the stuff we do at the at the network, but yeah, uh, anything else you dive into? You, uh, you mentioned briefly the art, so maybe that's it, but yeah, say more about that. Yeah. So, uh, I, I really should kind of get back at, well, actually I'm, I have a, uh, uh, I've illustrated for a couple, uh, book authors. Oh, wow. Uh, so that, that, that is, that is something, but, um, man, I, I've been, uh, I've been on this, um, 
uh, Latin dance kick salsa. Oh my! Uh, my 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 dad <laughs> was born in Puerto Rico, so I've got that uh, background, and 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 it's a lot of fun. There's the athleticism, and and you know, kind of the art of of physical. Uh, it's like physical art, right? Uh, to the music, and it it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I uh, I like riding a motorcycle. Uh, yeah. Um, but the the uh, icebreaker's taking up a lot of time. But when I when I when I'm not doing that, I'm hanging out with my kids, probably hiking, you know, chasing waterfalls. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot of fun together, and um, yeah, outdoor stuff and salsa dance and. Well, it sounds yeah. like you find this to be true as well, and and I know I do, and a lot of entrepreneurs and founders that I speak with, uh, as as um, as focused as we can get, and in the and given the level of energy that we pour into our work. Uh, I find that it is important to create that, I call it white space, to create a little distance. And it, it allows me, like for me, sitting in a tree stand, even if it's not hunting season, just sitting in a tree stand with a camera, is uh, it gives me a chance to, to recharge, right? And and sometimes I come up with uh, some of our best ideas. I come up with some squirrely ideas that we don't implement too. But I come up with a, with some of my best ideas for me, you know, with a with a with a, a line in the water, <laughs> or sitting in a yeah. tree, stand, same for you. Yes, yeah, it's so critical to have that, and uh, it's one of those things where um, the not urgent, important but not urgent, sometimes yeah. can get overlooked by the things that seem to be you know uh, pressing for your attention. But those other things are are the mundane bricks, right, that hold everything up, right. and uh, so so important. Yeah, that's a great reminder. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of ideas, I knew I wanted to ask you about this, and I asked uh, other founders about this too. Um, do you have like a methodology, a structure, a rigor, a discipline around your ideation process, uh, or does it just kind of come to you in the shower or at the waterfall? Or wh what comments, if any, do you have around this whole idea of of not only generating ideas? But, uh, you know, what you do after you've got the, the nucleus of an idea, you know, what you do to move it forward. Yeah. Great question. Um, I, as far as thinking about an idea and, uh, and then kind of noodling on it and, and pressing it forward, um, I, uh, you know, one of the first things I do is, is if it's not like a, you know, multi-million dollar in my estimation, potential opportunity, you know, that's the first thing is like, you know, what's the, uh, how big picture is it? Like I, mm. I, and this is just me. There's some riches in the niches. I, I totally get that, yeah. that, that idea, you know, but, but for, for, for me being a tech guy and, and being on that side, it's always kind of a tech related idea. And in that case, um, you know, I, I'm looking for, uh, you know, a really big story, like a really big uh, idea, because if I can get just a part of that, um, then that'll be lucrative. And at some point, you know, you have other players and competitors and stuff. So it, it helps you to have something that's a really big story that everyone can, I'm going to use an analogy of like, you know, you down and, uh, you know, uh, somebody on the safari, some animal on the safari down the big animal, he's going to get some, right? <laughs> other <laughs> right. animals are going to come and jump in, but he's right, going to get right, some. Right. So. So that's one. Um, and then, uh, and then from there, it's like, you know, all the problem solving. And, uh, I, I don't know if I, 
do it the same way other people do, but you know, it's really punch as much holes in as possible. And then at some point after you feel like you've exhausted that, then a trusted person to punch holes in it too. But the punch holes part is the most, you know, ego taxing, um, but so critical. No, that's an interesting observation because once you start to get emotionally invested in an idea, or I'll speak for myself, I, I, I intellectually understand I need to let people smarter than me poke, poke at it a little bit, but it's, it's, it's also, it's like my little baby, right? I'm a little reserved and I don't, I, it's, 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 uh, I, I, I don't want them to punch it too hard. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that is really, so you gotta be a problem solver. Like I, I think an mm-hmm. entrepreneur and and it's in their core, they are problem solvers. All they're doing is they're monetizing a, a solution to problems that they've yeah. seen. So that's part of the process is letting somebody punch holes and then practicing problem solving. And at some point, if you can't solve the problem, then you should probably let it go. Um, but another cool thing is if somebody poo-poos it, but you're really confident and you have done the work, you know, to problem solve that. And then you're just like, okay, that's fine. I don't need everybody to be like on board. That just means there's less people that are going to try to like jump in on the same idea. Right. So, <laughs> right. um, but yeah, problem solving is, is the, uh, is the key. So when people punch holes, you know, that's just your, uh, you know, invitation to practice. Well, and people like you, you have your antenna up for problems in the marketplace. And when you hear them, you kind of run it, you run it through your little, your, your system and say, I wonder if we could create a solution for that problem. And yep. that's a, yeah, that's a, a fun part of the, the entrepreneurial lifestyle and, and ethos, I think. Okay, let's leave our listeners, if we could, with a couple of, I, I call them pro tips, but because you're so immersed in this world, maybe a couple of pro tips on, and certainly entrepreneurship in general is fine if you have something to say about that, but maybe we stay in your specific domain around this I, networking, I guess, on, maybe networking online or, 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 or uh, making sure that you, you combine the two and don't just leave it there. Let's leave them with a couple of pro tips. And look, okay. gang, number one pro tip is reach out and have a conversation with David or somebody on his, on his team. That's, that's your best pro tip. But short of that, you know, maybe something we could be reading, uh, maybe something, you know, whatever you do, do this, whatever you do, don't do this, <laughs> something like that. Well, I'd love to give a shout out to a friend of mine who wrote a book that uh, has just been great. And the title, uh, you know, is is fantastic the depth of the book goes a lot broader than than just what the title the title is uh, unstoppable self-confidence um and but it touches every area of your life um and when i was talking about the venn diagram earlier around networking uh one of those is the personal growth right um and uh the the level that you're you're seeking to get to is uh Donald Miller I think talks about this it talks about the hero's two journeys like you have a you have a goal and it's this hero's two journeys is in every movie the the person has a goal that's um monetary or achievement oriented whatever it is and so that's one journey and the other journey is they have to become better you know internally they have to overcome internal challenges or whatever uh personally they have to become the person right that's the second journey. So that's the hero's two journeys. So, um, 
uh, anyway, so as far as a book goes, uh, I think that's a fantastic book, Unstoppable Self-Confidence by Andrew Leadham. And uh, it will definitely affect um, your success uh, positively. Uh, Let's see, as far as, um, you know, the other thing I would say is in networking, uh, we can be impatient. And I think when you're impatient or you're too eager, then that's a lot about me and what I want or what I need. And what you really want to do is just connect with the, the human in front of you or on the other side of the, uh, the internet, right. On the, if it's virtual networking and uh, be there to, to be of service. If you're talking with someone about something you're trying to sell, then you should be in the mindset of I'm selling this to be of service. Like that, that you got to get that right first. But once you get that right, then the next thing is I don't need to close them in the next conversations, you know, or in the next, if I am being of service to them and my product is going to serve them, you know, having that kind of, uh, atmosphere and, and approach, um, you, you, you're, you're, you're not only will your success, um, rate go up, your network will grow and therefore your volume of opportunities will grow. And uh, people will be uh, bringing you in to to more opportunities and, and referring you and so forth. But that mindset part is is an important part of of networking and and uh, yeah, um, I think that's uh, that's probably the the most important important part of networking is the human connection aspect, not your elevator pitch. I am so glad that I asked. Well That's said. Cool. Marvelous counsel. All right, let's uh let's make sure that we leave our listeners with a way to tap into your work, maybe reach out to you and have a more constitutive uh, uh more substantive conversation with you. So whatever you feel like is appropriate, but let's give them some coordinates uh and let's make sure that they have those uh social handles again and then any other thing that that you think is a uh, uh, appropriate to share i just i want people to be able to tap into your work and create a relationship with you you and your team man thanks so much uh linkedin i'm i'm like the most active on linkedin to be honest with you uh david castro uh you again look for icebreaker icebreaker spelled i c e b r e k r i always get a chuckle if i say the first two e's no a hole so you, <laughs> I like it. And uh, so, so you, you can find me at CEO founder of icebreaker uh, on LinkedIn. And, uh, and then Instagram is the other one that I'm most uh, active on and uh, we'll be more active here uh, on Instagram soon, but uh, would love it if you reach out to us and followed us there. And that is uh, again at icebreaker, I C E B R E K R. And there's a bunch of icebreaker, you know, spelled all kinds of different ways in the app stores, but um, there's except no uh, substitutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, David, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show, man. Thanks for sharing your insight and your perspective. Keep up the good work, man. What you're doing here is so important. I don't think I'm overstating it to characterize it as a movement and we want to support your your efforts in any way we can man it's been a real pleasure oh man same stone great to meet you and thanks so much for this conversation really enjoyed it you got it man this is stone peyton for our guest today with icebreaker mr david castro and everyone here at the business radio x family 
saying we'll see you in the fast lane. 